Welcome back to a brand new season, brand new episode of the Apple Tech Facts Podcast. I am your host, Josh Linen. Joined as always with me, I call him Mr. Brilliant, Seth Cruz. I say that he's brilliant because he is probably 10 times more smarter than I am. And I appreciate his friendship and his mind. So we are your host, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys are new to the channel, we are here to provide you guys with all of the Apple and other tech related news that you may not have the time you know, to get on your own and also provide you with the privacy and security tips that you're going to need to know to keep your safe, yourself safe from you know, things like you know, identity theft and to provide you with any other kind of support based content that uh, you know you would basically pretty much have to go through some kind of uh, formal training to get so that's why we're here we are we consider ourselves you know experts if you are not new to the channel and you are uh, returning this we have been gone for a quite a while an extended period an extended yeah. period of time so what you guys can expect from us is a brand new show as you can see we have some things behind us, uh, some visuals, some you know, some things to uh, more aesthetically pleasing to the eye than what uh, than looking at our pretty <laughs> uh, pretty mugs, uh, to say the least. So yeah, you know, sometimes you know life hits you in the face and That's it right. keeps hitting you in the face. It keeps hitting you in the face, and you know, one thing after another between, leads to another. Between Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, man, we had. We had illness run through families. We, we just had a lot of different things yeah. going on that kept us from really having an opportunity to get together yeah. and do this recording. So I'm really excited to be back and yeah. and talk to everybody out there and to you and, yeah. and go over, you know, what's what's new in technology. Uh, and as well as since I'm a, a smart home aficionado, I've got a yes. few smart home items back That's there right. as well. You know uh, that that all work with the Apple ecosystem. So we'll talk a little bit about that from from one episode to another. Yep. There might be a subject or two in there that'll talk about that as well. So. Yep. So it is uh, official. We are going to be on a mission this year, and we cannot do it without you guys. You guys our are our lifeblood. And I'm calling it Operation 1K. I want to get to 1,000 1, subscribers yes. in this season. That's one calendar year. We're starting a new season now. So for now, until the end of the calendar year, 2024, we're recording this on like January 6th of 2024. So through this calendar year, I want to get to 1,000 subs. So Operation 1K is in full effect what we need you guys to do and would be forever grateful is to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button on every episode, and go follow us on our socials. Uh, we are on Threads, Instagram, X, and Blue Sky. I am going to throw the links in there. They'll be in the bio in, down in below. In the bio down below and in the episode's uh, description. So you can go follow us uh, on there. For different content, we'll have different uh, different social platforms. We'll have different content. So, but like, subscribe, and hit that yeah. notification what bell that so you never said. miss an episode. We're back. We're glad to have you. Yeah, I'm and excited, Seth. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, uh, getting into it, most of you already know that Apple released the M3 line of chips 
this last year towards the tail end of 2023. So what we wanted to get into today was what can we expect from Apple the first half of this year? Right. So we're not going to go into uh, WWDC. Not yet. We're not going to go into the September event or possible right. October, November event. We're not going to go that far into the future. I just want to talk about up to what could be involved with a March Apple event. And and in future episodes, we'll be talking more about the latest tech news and things like that. But we really wanted to talk, since we've been gone for a while, what to expect in the first quarter of of 24. That's right. And that's a fantastic lead-in. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah, so with... Like I said, we have the M3 chips uh, for the MacBook. So we have the MacBook Pro, the 14-inch and 16-inch that now have the M3, M3 Pro and the M3 Max uh, chip lineups. So I think that the first half of this year, we can expect that to extend to the remaining uh, Max, Mac lineup that there is left, which would include the 13.3-inch and the 15 uh, inch uh, MacBook Airs, as well as the uh, Mac Mini. So that's interesting. Do you think those are going to happen in the first quarter? I do. The first half of this I year? I do think that they are going okay. to happen the first uh, this first half of the year because uh, by the time that, let's say, March rolls around, yeah. it's already been six months in sure. since those devices, the chipset was released. Because I'm going to say I've got the new, well, I've got a couple of them, the the new iPad with the M1, the M1s, yep, which is actually what our laptops have are M1 yep. processors. Yep. Both of us have uh, are rocking the M1 MacBook Air, and we're gonna get into it on a another uh, on another episode when it gets closer to that event. We do, we do uh, buyers guides. But you're talking about an M3 yep. MacBook Air. And, and that's pretty incredible, yep. the speed to think about how, I mean, I think that the M1 MacBook Air is an, is an incredible value oh. for anybody looking to get into the, a newer piece of yep. hardware. Because you can now, if they're under $1,000, certainly under yep. $1,000. If you are running, in, if you're still running uh, Intel-based, then I would, it's, it's time to upgrade. It's, well, and it'll blow you out of the water. Also, if you have... And uh, the the iPhone 15, right? Which is what we are shooting on now, by the way. But since we've been gone, yep. I did upgrade my iPhone 13 Pro and, to the 15 Pro. And I'm still on a 12 mini. With a brand new battery. <laughs> With a brand new battery. So two different things there, you know, and as far as like those iPhones are di- on personal preferences. Yep. And that's where we But boy, is yours lighter. Oh, so much so lighter. Much lighter. It's, it feels I would so say much act, better in the pocket. I would say, actually, it's as light as my 12 Mini. Interesting. And we're talking a 15 Max. That's crazy. Right. And that's not Pro what Max. you would expect. Yeah. But different metals, you know, make that up. So yeah. um, the devices, though, that if we're not going to get into the buyer's guide um, as far as what you should get right now, what's what and who's, you know, what devices for who. But... I would say, uh, to, to the short of, uh, for today's discussion, if you're still running an M-based, M- or Intel-based Mac, this is going to be the year that you're going to want to upgrade. Absolutely. Um, and even if you are running the M1 
uh, lineup uh, like us, it still may be a good idea for you to to do that upgrade because personal preference, right? Like that's, what, again, what works for you. But there's also a fifty percent increase in efficiency. Yes. And that's kind that's of the true. main thing uh, that I would say with these two, uh, with the new M3 lineup on these devices that we're getting. The one that I am most excited about, though, is the M3 Mac Mini. Sure. I will be upgrading to the M3 Mac Mini when it is released. Okay. Um, I know what spec I'm going to go with. Yep. And what storage, what RAM, all of that. 16 gig. And is that because you already have an external monitor and you would just plug it in and use yep, that? Yep, I have all the accessories and all the peripherals for it. So, But where I do have a need at is the read and write speeds, which is your memory. So that's where your uh, your internal memory comes in handy is there's a literally a 50% increase in the speed sure. between the 256 gig model and the 512. So that's okay. and that's there's value there, and then also I want the unified RAM up to sixteen because future proofing. It is it is a really good point to make that upgrading the storage in any of the any Mac lineups or even iPhones even could go for it. But I'm going to say that on your on your laptops and and Mac Minis and things like that, when you upgrade the storage from the two fifty six to the five twelve you do get a much faster read-write speed. Yeah. So that alone is a reason to upgrade a lot of times. Uh, yeah. I, I also think, you know, in, in a laptop, it might be possible to change out or expand the, the storage through plug-in devices and things like that, but you really want to buy m way more than you need as far as storage goes yeah. and, and it doesn't hurt to also look at a little bit more RAM when you're uh, purchasing something because, again, future-proofing, yep. you know, is this something that's going to work for you four years from now? One of, uh, one of my kids, my daughter, uses this laptop uh, in school. Sure. And being able to run literally everything, you know, and then when I'm needing to do something with my HOA, yeah. I can actually do the Zoom call to to meet with people and having the, the ha, when when whether it's taking a test for school yeah. or meeting with people having the webcam that's built in mm -hmm. the the really great speed of the network being able to print to a wireless network yep. being able to do everything yeah. you know and then running the different profiles so when my daughter logs on with her profile she, can, yep. she has her stuff when Very i important. when my wife or i log in we have our stuff yep. you don't have to worry about that's where the memory really kicks in yep. having the extra memory to switch yep. between profiles is helpful yep. but i would just say it's such a great thing to add the storage and the memory up front yep agreed you know even I, if you don't think you need it i right. don't necessarily need it because i have iCloud, but you're but you're looking at doing that for the read write speeds on when, versus on, the actual storage yep. of everything. So I think those are yep. great great yep. options, and it's good to know that that's available on. Well, it will become available yep. when when the M3 Mac Mini yep. comes out, and so you're yep. you're planning on buying that. I am definitely planning on buying that. Now the part of my decision I have not came up with yet is 
do I trade my MacBook Air in for it yeah. and, and just pay this little extra fee? Because I found out while we were away uh-huh. was, okay, the MacBook was built for mobility and being mobile. And if I'm going to be mobile, yeah, I could take it to the couch and get work done. Right, right. But you're sitting in front what of What I desk. wanted to do and what I'm doing 99.5% of the time is I'm sitting at my desk. Do you have a uh, iPad? Yes. Right. Well, it was in, in your backpack. It's in my backpack. So, so I would say if you do, it might make sense to to trade it in for the the mini. Yep. I I, I did an experiment where uh, it's not a secret or anything like that, but I am a big uh, cigar and whiskey guy. Okay. So I took my MacBook to the cigar lounge. Yep. Set it up, and I was working in motion, working on a new graphic for the podcast. And, you know, I took my Magic Mouse with me. Okay. And, you know, I got, you know, a little bit of work done, but the experience itself wasn't what I hoped it would be. Okay. It was not what I hoped it'd be, so therefore... You weren't as productive because you didn't have a full screen, a mouse, a keyboard, and everything. It, yeah, it. it just wasn't a very user-friendly on what I kind of expected, I guess. Sure. You were probably you know, more focused on other things of the experience of having the cigar than necessarily staying focused on Yeah, on and it was fine. Too. Like, I felt good. It felt good being in in public trying to get some work done, and yep. I was. Yep. You know, and I did get some, you know, some stuff done. It just, it, I don't know, I just, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel natural. Okay. It didn't feel natural to me. So sure. that kind of eliminated a whole lot of the mobility piece of it. Plus, whenever I am mobile, I have, I'm on my iPad, which I have a stylus with and I have the keyboard with. And that's basically what I use. I take it to work for media consumption and I take it to work to put together these episodes. Sure. So that serves its purpose for me and it's perfect size. This this seems a little too big. Okay. You know, for me, for most situations, for me personally. But you're thinking if you had the, the Mac Mini on a desktop at the house, that you could do more, be more productive in creating the video content. It's going to be, it's going to help with productivity. Plus, I, with the, one of the kind of the drawbacks of the uh, M1 uh, MacBook Airs is the lack of ports. Okay. So you only have two USB-C yeah. Thunderbolt ports. Yeah. On, Thunderbolt 3 at that matter. And Thunderbolt 4 is now the new standard. You only have two. So if your charger is using up one, and then you have another cable, that it, Thunderbolt to HDMI cable, both You're of those done. are taken up. I'm done. Now, I have ex- other accessories. Oh, yeah. They have accessories that plug yeah, in that expand yeah, that. You got yeah. USB-C hubs and you know stuff like that. I hate dongles. It's messy to me. I hate being messy. I'm a very clean and organized person, sure. so having that dongle life, it really is actually kind of a, a stress point for me. Okay. So getting rid of, so going to that MacBook or the Mac Mini gives me that feasibility of the cords, plus I have those extra slots in the back that I need for plugging up those sure. external hard drives and the uh, and other accessories that I have for it. Okay. So that is what I am most looking forward to. Now let's talk about the Apple Vision Pro because I have a yes. A I think we're going to get there. I think we are. You know, I think we are going to get a the Vision Pro the first quarter of the year. You think year. that'll come first quarter? I think it's going to come or first half. Or first, first half, half of the year. First half of the year. I think it's coming, and 
it has I have actually kind of warmed up to it. Have you? I have warmed up to it to where if it was the price of let's say a sixteen inch MacBook Pro M2 Max, which is about two thousand dollars. Yep. I think I would get it. Okay. What's your hot take? My so my glasses, my my prescription has changed within a year. Sure. If I'm paying a whole bunch of money for a device that in order to wear it, you got to have, if you wear glasses, you have to have the lenses specially done for them. Mm -hmm. What happens when your prescription changes inside of a year and those things are no longer going to work for you? Yeah. How, how bad is your vision changing in a year? Enough that I would... It's want, noticeable. It's noticeable. It's enough that I would want uh, something. I, I, I would be concerned about future-proofing a device like that. Sure. If I now have to, let's say it's five hundred more dollars a year. A That's year. A lot of money. And then, I mean, how long do you, do you have to send them in somewhere and wait for them to, to come back to come back with yeah. the lenses in? Uh, do do you you know I? So so I'm just going to say that. I'm concerned that wearing glasses and how often do they change and what does it, I mean, let's face it, if they're not exactly right when you put them on and you wear glasses, you're, it's useless. Yeah, it really is. And right? I'm, I, I, I understand that, that pain point. Yeah. Um, I got, uh, since we've been away, I've also got new glasses and these are so much heavier than my other pair. Sure. And but I needed them because it had been over two years since I yeah. got new glasses. Yeah. And I try to get new glasses every two years. But even if let's say you put it at the five hundred dollar pri uh, point price point of having to get new lenses, cut that in half two hundred and fifty dollars for a device you've already spent thirty five hundred dollars on exactly. every year is still a major pain point. Yeah, I, I just think that it's going to be an issue that people are going to have shelled out a bunch of money and then they're going to find that because they wear glasses they can't use it because their vision yep. changed and uh, so anyway i think i think it's definitely an issue that apple is going to have to figure out and it's not something they've ever had to deal with before yeah the way and nobody has because nobody has Spatial computing, right. except Apple. The way they have a patent for this, yep. the way they fix this is they make it so that they can adjust for whatever vision you have. Mm -hmm. So you punch in your prescription and it changes what you see, exactly. like the blurriness. or an automated version of what you get at the eye doctor, basically. Yes. Yes. When, when they are configuring your eyes. Yes. If they could just let you enter in your, you, you go to this, you go, because let's face it. You, you got to know. You should not need to buy new glasses and upgrade again your Vision Pro. So at, at $3,500, it better just magically fix, adjust to my vision. And here's the thing. They have a really fancy machine at the eye doctor. And when they tell you to sit there and it goes, it's, it's, a, it's figuring out what your vision your is. Eyes and, everything. and it tells the eye doctor what it thinks your prescription should be. Now, yes, they still go, 
does number one or number two? Right. Number one or number two? Right. They go back and forth. I, I to, imagine to find you would have to do some kind of the same calibration. You would still need a, a, a minor amount of calibration. But I'm just going to say that if Apple doesn't tackle this in the first version, they 100% will in the next version. So, like, I would really like a glucose monitor on my watch. Right. I'd really like the vision piece to just auto-adjust. Yeah. Let me enter in what my prescription is, and then it can do the fine yep. calibrating after that. Yep. If if I have to buy new lenses and do all go through yeah, all that, that's that's probably going to be a barrier to purchase. Quite oh, frankly, absolutely. for not just even you. if the price weren't that high, even yeah. if it were two thousand dollars, still I, not knowing knowing what my vision has done. I don't yeah. I don't think I would. Yep, and that's fair. You know, I think you know, I think it's a great device now that I, th I did some thinking about it. And I work, like, my desk is in a very small space at home. Oh, yeah. You if see. you were going to use it for work and you could look around and have a giant monitor and you could do everything. No external place. monitor, yep. hard, hard monitor, yep. no computer. It's just you at a desk and you got everything in front of you that you need in such a small right. place. It's going to literally make use of and, that small space and, so much better. And no, uh, no, no controller no in your controllers hand, yeah right it literally like you just tap yeah well, I, I haven't bought it for my wife but my my wife saw the the thing on, on the watch, on the watch where you can just yep. double tap and it'll answer double tap and it'll hang out double tap and it'll yep so now she she's definitely interested she did get the 15 in pink yes the the what 15 max yeah. not the pro just no, the max the, the, the plus the plus yeah. sorry yes um she got the she got the larger size in pink, and it's definitely when when we went on a whirlwind quick trip up to Colorado this week and last last week, and we swung by Estes Park and went to the Stanley. The there's a noticeable change in the quality of the photos from the ones I took versus the ones yep. she took. It's not tremendous, but it is there. You yeah. do notice it. And I would just say that when the if you were to go look at a video that was recorded last year versus this year with the new phone, yep. I think some people would notice a difference yep. and some people would. Yep. I agree. So I, I think that's definitely something that as you're following us this year, hopefully you'll appreciate Josh investing in, in a higher quality camera for the podcast. Yeah. Yep, and that was and that's one of the main reasons why you know I chose to upgrade because it was such a big di difference. If the iPhone 15 Pro would have had the same camera as the 13, uh, then I would not have upgraded. I would have just replaced my battery. Plain yeah. and simple. But because of that, you know, that provides a lot of utility and provides a lot of value to, to you guys, um, as well as, you know, personal enjoyment for me for better photos. I like to take outside photos is where my photography, I guess, mini passion yeah. lies is out, yeah. is outdoor photos. So, uh, and that's kind of what you can kind of find on our social media uh, as well, too, is when you see a photo and it's not tech related, it's gonna be some kind of a scenery that I shot outside using my phone. And so I point that out, you know, in every uh, photo. So uh, 
that's that's the re- that's a reason you know to go follow us on you know on, on Instagram and whatnot. So, uh, moving on, and we'll go through these next ones pretty fast. But accessories. Yep. So we can expect Apple with Apple chain transitioning into uh, the USB C life with. Uh, you know, with the iPhones and the accessories are going to follow. So we're looking at AirPods, AirPod Pros, AirPod Maxes, Magic Mouse 2, and uh, maybe even the trackpad, Magic Keyboard 2, which is also speculative what we're supposed to get. I think another device is the Magic Keyboard to go with the iPad. It doesn't say they're new, but the AirPod 2 second gen does have USB-C on it now. Yep. They did they did release those or start shipping those out with the USB-C port on. So Yes. And I would say that it charges faster. Yep. And maybe because it's new again, the battery in in these seems to last better. Yep. The other thing that I like and and I I think this probably existed before, but I can put this on the Apple Watch charger and it will charge mm-hmm. the AirPod Pro case. Yep. And that's nice if I'm running low to be able to just yep. tap it onto that or plug it into the USB-C, yep. either one. So I would, I, I definitely think that the, the more USB-C devices that you have, the better. Yep. I, I think, Agreed. I'm glad that they're switching. Yep, I am too and it's, I need to, you'll need to upgrade, uh, not upgrade, but you'll need to purchase the blocks because none of the dev- uh, the charging Faster blocks charging, though. or wireless chargers, you know, because Apple does not supply you with them when you buy their products anymore because they want to be environmentally friendly. Did you, did you notice what else was missing from your 15 box besides the brick? I did not, actually. Oh, AirPods. Yeah, the, the, AirPods. The, the, AirPods and, the, and the headphones, headphones were missing. Yep. Yep. As they have for years because they don't put that headphone jack it's on the on the device. Correct. Anymore. And so now, you well, before you could get the little lightning to... Yep, the dongle. The dongle. That's gone. Like, yep. literally... Um, we got... Uh, I mean, you can, you can get the Beats, right? You can, yep. you can get the Beats and plug those in wirelessly. Yep. You can get, you can get the AirPods and plug those in yep. wirelessly. But it, no more... And I would say the quality is phenomenal. Yep. Uh, I love having the AirPods. Yep. I, I can't I've, say... I've, I've, the I've the had best mine. accessory you could buy yeah, is an it's, AirPods. It's a must. Fit. It's definitely a must-have accessory, you know, if it's one of you know if Pro, you get the if iPhone, you yeah. If you can get the iPhone, you know when you get a new iPhone, get new AirPods. If you're just getting into the ecosystem, yeah. And uh, whatever, I've had mine for over two years, going on three years. Uh, the first generation AirPod Pros, and I absolutely love it, love it, love it. It, it switches between your watch, your computer, your phone. Your Game Apple consoles, TV, it switches to everything. everything. So, so it's, it's it's amazing. I, I did note, I have noticed in the last probably couple of weeks though, I just now started to notice yeah. the quality of everything going down. Okay. And the fact that it the the life of it has decreased. Sure. Where I had not noticed it in the first what two and a half years that I've had them. Yep. Now it kind of broke my heart a little bit on the inside because that's not a device that I am wanting to upgrade just yet yes yes but yes. they are such an integral part of my everyday life that it is a priority so where if they go out 
I have to go get a new pair at the end of the, next, as, the same day. As an Uber driver, I would tell you that every year, pretty much, I, I include that as something that is part of what I use as an Uber driver is an AirPod that tells me, turn right, turn left, hey, you've got a new trip, as well as I can listen to the police radio in my ear, and my passengers don't have to hear any of that. Yep. They can listen to music and sing yeah. on the karaoke microphone and, and enjoy the, the, the experience of driving where they want to go. Yeah. Uh, but, but I consider the AirPods like you do an integral part of everyday work, well, the, the workflow, right, yeah. of yep. what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, same with me. I use them for work. I have to listen to lo-fi radio while I'm working. Just It helps me focus and think so much better. So... And then I also use them at home constantly. You know, if I'm sitting sure. at my desk doing work, then, and I don't, I'm not that type of individual that has their phone on speaker all the time whenever I'm watching something yeah. or uh, stuff like that when there's, a, especially when there's other people in the room. Yeah. I'm just not that person. Yeah. Now, I have people like that in my family. Don't get me wrong. It's a perfectly normal thing. It's just I, I don't feel right doing that. So we, so we expect... Uh, AirPods yep. with the USB-C. AirPods. What about the Max? The uh, AirPod Max. Do we? Uh, get, AirPods Max. Or? I think we're due for them. Uh, they're expensive, overpriced. That's just my Way opinion. Overpriced. And there's just we don't have a need for it. Even as content creators, we specifically don't even have a need for it. Now, really. if you are a music producer and or a movie producer, then absolutely that's a device for you. That's not for us. And I'm not going to recommend that to the everyday person unless you are the I got to have the nicest, biggest, nicest thing that you can I would buy. say the over the ear, if you travel a lot, you'll, you'll appreciate having something that can truly lock out all the sound. However, on the AirPod Pros, you have noise cancellation. Noise cancellation on the AirPod Pros is so good. Exactly. Yes. That unless you really, really need it, even on an airplane, I'm going to tell you. I love these. Love it uh, because I can I can turn on music or, or a TV show or whatever, and it, it just knocks everything yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now we'll get the Magic Mouse two and the Magic uh, Keyboard for the Mac uh, lineup as well. Uh, the Magic Keyboard with like Touch ID for the Magic Keyboard, and then uh, we're also what probably what we need to get is if you're an iPad lover, is the Magic Keyboard 2. That is in need of a, uh, that is in desperate need of a refresh because I have talked to several people that have those. I don't have it because one, it's $350 for a keyboard and it doesn't even cover your whole entire iPad. So I refuse to get one and from people that I've talked to, they said it's a very top heavy device. Okay. And I like to have my MacBook in my lap if I'm doing something productive with it if I'm typing something out I like to have it in my lap and sit there comfortably and it that's not it so they need some kind of a lighter material to make that out so where it's not so heavy but still maintain that uh, elevated presence that and maneuverability so that, putting that the battery and all the logic stuff at the top of the board uh, of the keyboard is not you're not a fan of that you're hoping that they'll spread it out so that the weight is more distributed yeah, the, yeah weight distribution 
big, big change there. Now, I still, even if they do that and they distribute the weight uh, evenly across the whole entire device, I still won't get it because of the price point. Yeah, uh, it is know, really expensive. But I, I say the, that accessory, you know, going along with the accessories because the one device that we did not get last year and for the first time in 12 years, we did got not get a new iPad yeah. in a calendar 12 months. What what device are you most looking forward to in 2024? I Okay, it's not a secret. The iPad is, hands down, my favorite device that Apple has. Okay. So I already said that I'm looking forward to the Mac Mini, uh -huh. but that's from a... Uh, a not from an everyday consumer standpoint, that is more a content creator okay. side. So the, a new iPad, I am definitely looking forward to the most out of the early 2024 stuff. Uh, as of right now, we have that odd thing that we call the iPad 10th generation with the lightning port, but it had the brand new uh, design form factor that you could get in different colors, blue, pink, so, so, so space my, gray. My my, I don't know which one this we would call this. It has the USB-C on it. That's the, what he has in his hand is the iPad Air fifth generation. Fifth gen, okay. That's the fifth generation. That is the newest. Uh, That's that the is one the to new buy. iPad Air, and I would say that rumor rumored is I guess according to manufacturers, iPad Air. We yeah. are supposed to get a twelve point nine inch iPad Air with the m3 chip okay now this will not be necessarily for content creators like a video producer or music producer that want to go ipad only because <clears throat> excuse me with the improvements that stage manager made last year yep. you can in fact go 100 percent workflow for if you're a video con uh content pr uh maker photo if you're just basically workflow for copywriting and you're typing stuff out all the time, everyday use stuff, you can now go 100% full iPad only workflow. So is that what you're most looking forward to for 2024 would be the iPad Air 6th generation? I would love, yeah, the iPad Air 6th generation is the device that I am most looking forward yes. to. But I think... Apple's most successful iPad has been the iPad Mini 6. Okay. I think we're also going to get the iPad Mini 7 with an upgraded M chip. Here's the thing. Same size, Wasn't same Wasn't it the 7 that was like 500, or the 6 was like $500 for the Mini? The Mini was like, five, that was kind of a price point, pain point, yeah. was that of the iPad Mini 6, but they need to have a... a Three hundred dollar version or, or three fifty yeah, version. I'm okay with that. You know, uh, or even dropping down the sixth generation down to the price of yeah. let's say your tenth gen iPad yeah. or ninth gen iPad is going to be perfect point for it because it's going to be two years old already. Right. And it's going to have that beautiful form factor that people are swearing by. I just I, I agree. I think the seven is a fantastic device, or the six. I'm sorry, the mini. The iPad nice, mini yeah. is a fantastic device. I just think the price of the brand new ones was too high. Yep, I, I completely agree with you on that. And it would be, it's the, if you're not, if you're just using it for 
gaming or media consumption and maybe some note taking and maybe some note taking with uh, you know with the Apple Pencil second generation or third generation it's both compatible with both yep, yep. it's the perfect device for you to me the iPad ninth generation which is the one that I have now is 10.2 I think it's perfect still- for me I love the size of it because it's literally the size of a notebook that I carry around because, like I said, I type a lot of stuff out. Yeah. And so it's literally the perfect size for me. Now, that size, when we get the 11th generation iPad, is gone. Right. No more home button. It's all now the updated form factor. So so this doesn't have a home button. I have found the the fingerprint reader on the side of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Works great, yes, and it's fast. It is an updated biometric scanning system too. I, I I still find it a little clunky compared to the home button. So I'm I'm, I'm even with that big old case on it. Yep. Without it. Even without it. Even without it. Because my wife's doesn't have this big clunky case on hers. This is this is the one I give to everybody. Yeah, you're, 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 so it has to be a little bit more. <laughs> Naturally, <laughs> I I just I don't like. I don't. I don't like it. Sure. I don't like that button. I, I, I had it I, on the AirPod when I had my AirPod, my AirPod, my iPad Air fourth generation. That also does not have a home button on it either. But it definitely took some getting used to, and I definitely found myself pressing it like a home button. Sure. So harder than what I needed to versus just pressing my finger on it yeah. and it scanning my finger the way that it was intended. So. When I'm driving, if this locks and the passenger needs me to unlock it, they'll just hand it to me, and I can, I don't have to look at it, and I can just put my finger on it, and it'll unlock, and then I can exactly. hand it back to them. Yep. I liked when I had an iPad with a home button because I felt more confident about where it was on the screen. Sure. The now, other thing that yep. I will tell you that that they really need to fix the volume buttons you cannot switch them on yeah. the newest uh, iPad Airs mm. and so if you're in landscape mode down is up and up is down yeah. and there is no reversing never talk and about it. 100% of the people that get in my car turn it the wrong direction the first time <laughs> 100% of them that's crazy. That, but that actually makes you know a lot of sense, and that would I would definitely be you know part of that. So I don't know how I would fix the button, but and maybe home button's not the right answer. But I just feel like there's a better solution than a button. Yeah. And a better solution to authentication. I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be face facial only. So I think there still needs to be some kind of fingerprint reader yeah, on the iPad. Some form. But I just wish it wasn't a button. Yeah, um, and maybe, I think maybe behind the screen or something maybe, like that. I would say maybe 2025, I think, is going to be a realistic year where Apple will, and this, this might be a conversation for a different day, so I'll get into it very briefly, is with... Uh, the iPhones and the iPads are going to a under-the-screen sensor. Sure. So they'll do the under-the-screen uh, biometric sensor. I I think uh, maybe the Google Pixel devices have it already, or the Samsung devices have they it do. already. And or a fold. You know, yeah. or a fold. You know, so it's one of those things that it's coming. 
Apple doesn't rush those types of things. No Which is fine. How much us uh, tech enthusiasts and consumers clamor for it, they they're not going to give us junk. Right. And, and that's the beauty of you know when uh, you these get devices. it, it's good. Yeah. So when you get it, it's good. And the only thing that's broken, if it does come bad, is the software behind it, which they tend to fix or will fix oh, yeah. in a hurry, you know, as top, top priority. So we got through it, Seth. We did, man. We I'm got sure you'll edit, edit some of these, some of our conversations yeah. down before we post it. Yeah. But it's great to be back. It's great to be back. We are so ex- excited. We missed you guys. Seth, I missed you. Absolutely, man. As we, Absolutely. We, haven't even, we didn't even talk a lot during nope. that time period of when we were off. I hadn't even seen you in person or anything like that. So it's definitely been, you know, a pleasure getting back in the groove with you. And And, and we're really glad to be able to bring this content to you guys. I like this guy a lot and everything, but I like (laughs) you guys more. So make sure you guys go subscribe and hit that notification bell. We want to get to 1,000. Operation 1K is in full effect and we cannot do it without you. Thank you guys so much for your time. We'll see you guys next week.